Welcome to the Virtual Staff Room, a podcast made for teachers by teachers and all with a dash of educational technology thrown in. My name is Joachim Cohen, and today, like every day, I'm joined by Yvette Pashoglian and Linda Lazenby, awesome members of a Technology for Learning team. Welcome to 2022 team and everyone out there in podcast land to our first episode of the year. We would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to elders past and present, and also pay our respects to other traditional elders and other Indigenous peoples on whose country or through whose country this broadcast will travel. What an exciting year it's going to be. One we hope is infused with loads of technology for learning to engage, inspire, empower and enable your students to make magic, build their futures and grow their skills. We here at the Virtual Staff Room have been growing too and we have decided with a new year it's time to mix things up a little as we start afresh. Gone are your 30-minute listens and welcome to a series of Virtual Staff Room shorts that are going to pack a punch in 10 minutes or less. Just enough for you to commute, for your recess break, or maybe the second half of lunch. Pack with an exciting interview, as well as tips and tricks to get you started in the classroom tomorrow, or maybe even today. Let's get this podcast started. Have you ever taken your students on a virtual excursion or incursion? Perhaps you visited the Great Barrier Reef or the NASA launch station without even leaving your classroom. Well, in the next three podcasts, we're going to connect you with the people, the resources and the hacks to bring the world to your classroom. With so many schools adding in or considering adding in new main learning displays or interactive panels with cameras, speakers and a connected PC to their classrooms, we wanted to help you make the most of this game-changing new technology. And to do so, we are joined by Virtual Excursion Coordinator and the amazing Dart Learning website that many of you may have seen before, Bonnie Tratt. Welcome, Bonnie. Hi, Linda. Hi, Joe and Yvette. Thanks for having me. Very excited to be first off the rank. (laughs) Bonnie, can you tell our listeners that might not have heard of Dart Learning what it's all about? Well, first of all, I'd like them to not uh, feel like they're on their own because so many teachers hadn't heard of us before last year. And to say that, you know, we've been around for 15 years. We did go through a name change last year and became Dart Learning instead of Dart Connections. So prior to 2021, we probably had about 70 different content providers that used to list events and virtual excursions on the Dart Learning website. Um, Last year, we've we've gone from 70 content providers and probably about 100,000 students a year that did our events to 2021, where we had 123 content providers now and we had 1.3 million. So we were seeing 100,000 students a week do our events in term three. So um, yeah, we've really sort of hit our straps. Oh my gosh, that just blows my mind to think of the number of students that have connected to these amazing virtual experiences, Bonnie. And and I'm I'm even more excited because I, I heard your website has gone through a bit of a supercharge and it's made it even easier for people to connect. Tell us all about it. Can you imagine, Joe, we've got so many events and providers now that really our clients are the teachers. So we want to make sure that they can find things that are pertinent to them easily. So out of those 123 content providers who currently have about 3,150 virtual events listed, and that's from external content providers and internal. So we've really been looking at the resources available within the department to make sure that they're available. Teachers go to the Dart Learning website and they can do a search on that curriculum that they're looking for and get returns from 
outside providers and internal providers. So um, that's just making it a lot easier for them to find what they need, as well as find how they want to watch it, whether they want to be involved in the special live events that we have targeted around certain um, school term events. So it might be book week, it might be NADOC week, do they want to look under those particular events? Or they can look via on-demand, which means there's a resource available for them all the time. Or they can even look via by request, which means they can contact the provider and say, look, I'm, I want an event at this date and this time, and they can get those resources as well. So there's different ways we list the virtual and virtual events, and there's different ways that they can actually search based on, based on KLA and based on a provider they're looking for or just based on the curriculum itself. Yeah, there's so many options there for teachers, Bonnie, and I really just suggest that teachers get on, have a look, have a play around and actually explore what's available because uh, there is a smorgasbord out there, but some of those other on-demand options are really interesting too to explore. Um, Bonnie, look, what what is happening this year? What are some of the highlights? What are some of the excursions coming up that you, you're you know really excited about? Well, if it's anything like last year, there's going to be lots, isn't there? Book Week, for example, last year we had 22 different authors um, doing virtual events for us. We also did the virtual week in Canberra, and that's going to be on again this year as well with lots of new content providers from Canberra coming on board. They were really excited by the fact that there were 350,000 students that ended up doing those events. Uh, we're also looking probably... Ones we did last year were Wellbeing Week, which was more collaborations, which was one of the things that Dart Learning really does. We try and do these collaborations with lots of different content providers. So right now at the moment, we've got lots of careers coming up and one that's been put on by Sydney Living Museums called Life in the Past Stinks. So that's term one. Did you want me to go on to term two as well? <laughs> I think oh. that, that's a great place to start. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, don't you love it? Because I know, you know, usually when you're back in the classroom, you're struggling to find something to fill in for those uh, really special weeks that pop up and they pop up at the last minute and you've got it sorted for everyone. Um, that is just phenomenal, Bonnie. And I mean, we're going to actually chat to some of these providers and over the next three episodes, um, we have got jam packed full of connections with these people. Can you tell us in today's episode, who are we going to connect with? Well, I think we're going to speak to Stephanie Smith. So she's a general manager of learning at the Museum of Australian Democracy, which is a great collaboration with them last year with the National Film and Sound Archive called Media and Me. And they were also heavily involved in the virtual week in Canberra. So, yeah, let's start with Stephanie. Let's do it. Let's dial them in. Welcome, Stephanie. It's a real pleasure to have you here in the virtual staff room today. We have a quick and awesome mantra here at the virtual staff room for this year, so we're going to get right into it. Over to you, Bonnie. Thanks, Yvette. So, Steph, how about you tell us about your virtual experiences at the Museum of Australian Democracy? So, virtual excursions are a big part of what we do here at the Museum of Australian Democracy because we are all about access. And we want to empower teachers and students around the country to be able to access the resources we have and to be able to see the important place that young people have in our democracy and start those conversations around student voice and agency in the classroom. And so we do quite a lot in the digital space to support teachers um, and students. And so we have a range of digital excursions that we offer. We also offer a range of workshops, which is slightly different because they have an interactive 
component with them. Um, and we find that this is a great mix that ties into democracy, civics and citizenship, but also grassroots activism in there as well. And so um, lots of options for teachers to tap into. Fantastic. Stephanie, can you tell us what's one aspect that everyone raves about in terms of your virtual uh, experience? I think something that we've taken away from our feedback from teachers is that they're a lot more comfortable with presenting in the digital space now. You know, a number of states have spent a lot of time uh, teaching online as well. And so something that we really reflected on and incorporated into our programs, into our workshops, was this idea of an interactive component. And we've had such great feedback around this. So in our Drawn Together program, we uh, talk about political cartoons, but we also invite students to collaboratively create a cartoon with us, and then they have the opportunity to draw themselves. And so what we find is that through this scaffolded model, we're unpacking a really complex topic that is political cartooning and giving teachers and students the steps so that they can successfully do it themselves in the classroom. Oh my gosh, Look, that is that is so exciting. What a topic as well to unpack. And I think you might have partially answered this one already because I know when I like to do these virtual excursions, I like to you know get the class ready beforehand and then afterwards have something to continue on and keep that uh, enthusiasm going. Do you incorporate pre and post activities that teachers can take away and use with their students? We absolutely do because we feel that it's a conversation and we don't want our digital excursions to sit in isolation. So we love giving teachers a little bit of information on our website so that they can prepare students for when they come, especially around some of the big questions. We are really passionate about asking students what issues they want to investigate. What are their passions? How do they want to change the world to make it a better place? And that's such a really big, broad question. And so we love teachers to have the opportunity before they jump into our digital experiences to be able to start the thinking with students, to start that wondering. But it's also the conversation afterwards. So with a lot of our programs like Drawn Together and we have another one that's called You, Me and Sustainability, which is all about young people, their voice and how they can create simple change in the world, in their daily lives, in their classroom and in their school. And so the idea with that workshop is that we send them away feeling empowered and inspired and ready to make positive change to help those around them. And so we really want our post-visit activities to help them on that journey, to keep them going so that they know that their voice is really important in the conversation. Oh, Steph, I think this is um, a really interesting time to be talking about these issues. And I know that lots of teachers and students will be in engaging and investigating these areas. Look, you did touch a little on this before, but the curriculum connections is many different curricula that cover you could cover through your excursions. Um, are you able to just give us a little bit, tease that out a little bit more? Absolutely. I, I think that there's this will surprise a lot of teachers. We often get pigeonholed um, here at the Museum of Australian Democracy in only being about history, 
in being about the building and the story that is old parliament house but for us it's all about coming into the contemporary and what our role is as the museum of australian democracy which ties so strongly in with civics and citizenship but a lot of the work we also do is tapping into those other key learning areas. So, you know, sustainability is obviously a cross-curriculum priority. Doing political cartooning, and we do a lot of work around media literacy, fits really well with English. And so I think a lot of teachers would be pleasantly surprised at how broad our work is and how many links there are across the curriculum that can support them in their everyday teaching. That's fantastic, Stephanie, and that's what teachers are looking for, that support across lots of curriculum. So the big thing is how can teachers connect with you? We're lucky enough to have you on Dart Learning um, for your virtual events, which are live and by request. So do you want to talk a little bit about how they can connect with you? Absolutely. So you will, as Bonnie has said, find all of our um, digital excursions and workshops available on the DART website. You can also access our website directly where you'll find lots of teacher resources, lots of current practical inquiry-based resources ready for you to use in the classroom. And that's at MOAD um, Learning. And you can also connect with us via the socials. Um, we have quite a big presence on Twitter. We have our own account, so Moad Learning, and we pop out all of our new resources there. We share lots of great content from other culturals and from teachers who are doing great work around the country. And there's also a um, closed Facebook group that's the Australian Civics Educators Network. And that one is a beautiful collaborative space where we share lots of resources, not only around civics and citizenship, but also around empowering student voice, media literacy, um, how to actively participate in our democracy and all of the contemporary resources that other culturals are popping out as well, we share there. Fantastic, Stephanie. Never been a better time to get involved and, and there are so many connection points, obviously, for the students and the teachers to connect and find out a bit more. On a personal note, I remember my visit to the museum and the press gallery, the, the, the press gallery of days gone by that you could sit and pretend to answer the phone in was one of my favourite aspects. So um, I think that says probably more about me than anything else. But uh, I think just we really thank you for that time you've given us today and uh, hopefully we can get those students looking into the world of the window into the world of democracy so really thank you so much for joining us wonderful thank you so much for having me i really appreciate this opportunity so team we've taken a little peek into the potential of virtual excursions and getting the most out of those mega displays in our classrooms or shared spaces do we have some extra top tech tips to get set when opening a window into the world event Oh, yes, we do. Uh, conveniently, we have just got some new magazines out, one for teachers, which explores how to use your MLD to its maximum capacity and to really bring that classroom in. We also are looking at features like inking and annotating and how to use some of those tools to really um, take out distractions from your classroom. Really, that's a, it's a great little article we've got in there. Uh, in the kids magazine, we're also talking through uh, how to get the most out of the, the digital excursions on offer. And we're also looking at 
some of the new tools that are around that can really support that creativity and exploration in the classroom. That's all I'm going to say about that because I could take another 10 minutes. <laughs> but um, over to you, Linda. I know you've got some other comprehensive resources. Look, the in terms of the new main learning displays in classrooms, the digital support team have spent a lot of time over the break pulling together resources to support teachers and schools in using them and getting maximum impact for them. What we did was we really looked at what we've had previously for resources to support schools and we've broken it down into each board so you can look at which board you have, find out all the technical how-to and we're building those resources over time to support that that really great integration in classroom practice. But there should be nothing there you can't find about your board and if there is, let us know and we will get it created. Oni, over to you. Thanks, Joe. Well, of course, I'm going to say dartlearning.org.au. Get on there and have a look. Make sure you visit regularly. It's that one website where you'll be able to find all your resources, subscribe to our newsletter, and make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram as well. I can tell you I will totally be doing that as well. That's for sure. And my top tip is whenever you're going to do these virtual excursions, make sure before you do it, you check your microphone and check your camera to make sure everyone in your class can be seen and everyone can be heard. And don't forget just to reach out to someone. If you've always want to bring someone into your classroom, now's the time to do it. You never know. They might just be able to drop in. So Yvette, Bonnie and Linda, I sure hope we've inspired and empowered every one of our listeners to bring the world to their classroom. I'm already so excited for our next episode when we'll be connecting with Daniela Giorgi, Senior Education Officer with New South Wales Parliament. Thank you so much, Bonnie, for joining us, connecting us with these supreme providers and for all the amazing work you and your team do at Dart Learning. Make sure you check out the links in the show notes because we've got a link to Dart Learning and everything else just there. And listeners, please let us know what you thought of our new format and our new take on what you need for 2022. And yes, I know we said we were going to try and keep this to 10 minutes, but we're still learning too. We haven't quite mastered it yet, but I know we're going to get there. The whole T4L and virtual staff room team wish you the most amazing start to 2022. We look forward to hearing from you, walking along beside you and helping make your 2022 magical. This podcast has been produced by the masterful Jacob Druce with the assistance and supreme coordination of many more awesome members of the T4L team. Stay supreme, everyone, and thanks for joining us. Just a little note, please be aware that all views expressed by the podcast presenters, that's us, are our personal opinions and not representative of the New South Wales Department of Education. Discussions aren't endorsements of third-party products, services or events. And please note that as much as we sound like it, we are not experts in legalese, tech speak or anything in between. We're just passionate people keen to boost technology for learning in the classroom and to help build the skills in your students and for you to solve the problems of tomorrow. Do your due diligence, read further, and if we've got something wrong, let us know. We too are always learning and always improving.